0: How do you do it? <laughs> not even water? Those are some of the classic questions almost every Muslim receives in their non-Muslim countries during Ramadan. But 24-year-old Ahmed Al-Khuli from Seattle, Washington, received a slightly um, advanced question.
1: I was definitely confronted by a lot of my guy friends, which thought that I'm uh, uh, not very confident in my sexuality anymore. It's probably the best way to put it.
0: That was during Ahmed's first Ramadan in the US. And Ahmed was not yet confident enough to talk to people about his religion.
1: This is during the summer, right? You know, I was in college. So, college, summertime, you know, you're out and about doing things. It was really a challenge for me because for my friends, it was like, you know, they saw a new Ahmed all year round, right? That was fairly liberal. And then, come Ramadan wait, why is this guy not wanting to talk to girls, right? He doesn't want to go to the beach
0: anymore. He doesn't, you know, it's like, wait, what's what's going on, dude, you know? There was nothing going on with Ahmed, except for a fight he had internally with his ego. According to the Muslim belief, the motives behind committing sins are two, the devils and your ego, with the ego being the one with the strongest influence. During the 30 days of Ramadan, the devils are all locked up. This leaves your ego for you to discipline by fighting its desires, like food and sex, to name a few. By the end of Ramadan, you have a stronger will to fight the devils, hence you commit less sins and become a better human.
1: That's kind of my New Year's resolution with God, right? How far have I come since last Ramadan? Um, What are the things that I did good, you know, to be proud of? Um, What are the things that I still need to improve on?
0: In predominantly Muslim countries like Egypt, Muslims do Ramadan collectively. We fast together and break fast together. But after Ramadan, I don't witness a miracle where people become better and improve themselves. In fact, they sometimes get worse.
1: Of course, when you're living in a non-Muslim country, you're by default off autopilot. You have to make a very conscious effort to practice your religion, to, to hold true to your, your faith and your culture, right? Whereas if you live in, in a Muslim country, namely Egypt, right? You're just going with the flow. You're on autopilot. You're doing what everyone else is doing. So your mind is not very engaged in very deliberate actions.
0: I've experienced that myself two years ago in the U.S., where I met a dear atheist friend who bombarded me with questions about Islam. She used to ask me after each prayer of what I told God and what he told me. Her question never failed to make me laugh. But time after time and discussion after another, this simple question made me focus more in my prayer and remind myself of the purpose of doing it each time I pray. After five years and counting of living in the U.S., Ahmed was more confident to explain to his friends and workmates what is Ramadan and answer questions of how, why, and my favorite, not even water. As long as the people understand
1: and are aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it, it, it just becomes very easy and peaceful to conduct it.
0: For Eh Masr Podcast, this is Safa Magdi.